And then the war of words that followed between the country's president, Jair Bolsonaro, and President Emmanuel Macron, who on that occasion was speaking for the G7. Now, I'm no fan of President Bolsonaro's policies, but neither am I surprised by his accusation that Macron in particular and the rich world in general were exhibiting what he called, and I quote, a colonialist mentality. And this was after Monsieur Macron seemed to appropriate the Amazon for the rich world. Our house is burning, he said. Our house, our house is burning. And now this invokes a kind of cosy image of togetherness, of common ownership. Indeed, as far back as 1999, our own Tony Blair put the case for what he called, I'm quoting again, the beginnings of a new doctrine of international community. In that speech, he questioned one of the old pillars of international relations, the principle of non-interference. In short, this was back in 1999, he argued that there were circumstances in which it would be right to intervene. So could that really come to pass? Imagine the consequences. The rich world interfering in the affairs of the poor world, justified by the claim that it was necessary to sort out the problem of the environment, a problem largely caused by the rich world in the first place. Then put yourself in a Brazilian shoes. How would you feel? Our house is burning. You see, I think we're a long way from the global village implied in that phrase, our house is burning. This is not what I've seen, not from Kinshasa, not from Taklavan, not from Monrovia and not from Mumbai. The truth is that there is almost nothing in common between the cling-filmed, mouse-clicking, fuel-guzzling citizens of the north and the hoe-wielding, back-broken, sweatshop people of the south. It is not the global village that is the hallmark of our times, but globalisation. The expansion of business across borders and cultures in the pursuit of bringing to the branded shopping malls of the West a bewildering array of products at prices that do little justice to those who help produce them. I couldn't say that on the six now, could I? <laughs> um, so, the eco-wars, I think, will throw up their own challenges. When will voices raised in rebellion turn into fists thrown in anger? Is it really so outlandish to imagine that someone somewhere will plan an act of violence in the name of the environment? Think of a not-too-distant future in which the people smugglers might not be profiteers, but good people. Good people who believe that it is a moral duty to give safe passage to those fleeing the raging temperatures. What will government do then? Or will some decide that only authoritarian government can match the relentless onslaught of climate?